Hello and welcome along to the latest in the series, daily chats with those heading to Tokyo this summer for the Olympics and Paralympics. Mark Shardler here, thanking you again for downloading and for listening. Today, how one moment can change the course of a life. And we're talking wider than sport here, and it is quite a story. Our guest today is Ben Fox. Ben's been named for Paralympics GB in wheelchair basketball. A player who moved from Sheffield to play club competition in Spain a couple of years ago. Ben was born with no right leg and a hole in the heart. He's had his fair share, well more than his fair share of operations and procedures over the years, including a couple of years back heart surgery again. But he was proudly wearing the GB shirt when I chatted with him at the team announcement. And this team announcement was a special one as the wheelchair basketball players were surprised as family were brought in to see them. In some cases, the first time for many months. Yeah, it's very emotional. I think there were quite a lot of uh, emotional people in that in that uh, circle there. A few tears and seeing all our family members. Uh, it's been such a tough, tough two years for everyone with the postponement of the, the games last year and everyone having to train through a lockdown and obviously the national pandemic. It's been really tough on everyone, but it's such an overwhelming feeling uh, so much pride so much hard work and effort's gone into it and like a big thank you to my family my friends the the national lottery uk sport you know for for keeping us guys well equipped and in the best shape possible to to be in the place we are today well come on how how you've gone into the sport in a moment but firstly you mentioned sort of friends and family and i know you you play in spain so how has covid affected you and your sport and playing in spain and being able to travel back and forth yeah, it's been incredibly difficult. Um, it's been well known that there's been many travel restrictions coming in and out of the UK and Spain being one of the biggest hit countries. Um, so yeah, I mentioned to you earlier, I haven't seen my family in six months since um, since New Year's Day. That's when I travelled back. Um, so it's been really tough. Uh, thankfully, we have things like FaceTime and you know all your video call stuff that keeps you, keeps you up to date and uh, interactive with them. But there's nothing better than just going home and you know, having a bit of mum's cooking and seeing all your friends and family and just having a good laugh. And I'm really looking forward to going and do that today. Uh, it's going to be fun. Oh, that's great to hear. How has playing in Spain improved your game, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it's well known in the wheelchair basketball community that Spain have the best league in the world. It's really competitive. Um, all the best players in the world are playing there. Uh, we play weekly, so we have a game once a week. We also have a European competition uh, within our clubs and also a cup competition. Uh, which is similar to like the FA Cup in England. That's kind of the only similarity I can bring to it. But yeah, no, it's super tough competition. Um, you know, you're, even within your team, you're fighting to, to start the game, fighting to play minutes because uh, every team's just stacked with talent. And it gives you that sense of professionalism and gives you that competition that you need to, to improve your game and work hard. So yeah, it's, it's really good. Can you tell me the story of how you got into the sport? I never tire of hearing it, and I think it's a real great lesson to anyone of, of chance encounters and things that can happen yeah, to you. Yeah, it's honestly the most... Every time I think about it and every time someone asks me, they always ask me twice because they can't quite believe it. But uh, no, I'm a big uh, Arsenal football fan because somebody's got to be. And um, I was on my way to watch Manchester United v Arsenal at Old Trafford, uh, and we stopped off about two hours into the journey. Um, I'm from Swindon, so it's quite a long way up, up to Manchester. You know, my dad drank a coffee and we got back on the road and 20 minutes later, he's like, I'm really sorry, I need to stop again. I drank too much coffee. Anyway, I'm getting out of the car. This guy just approaches me and stops me and says, have you ever thought about playing wheelchair basketball? And at the time, 
I knew nothing about wheelchair basketball. I'd only I'd seen it at the Beijing Paralympics where I watched my fellow teammate Terry Bywater compete, which is crazy to think. And it ended up being the then assistant coach of Great Britain, Sinclair Thomas. And he just said, look, come, come up to Wolverhampton, give it a go. We'll, if you enjoy it, we'll get you a chair and we'll, we'll see if you like it. And I never looked back. Uh, and that was, I think I was 14 at the time, so 11 years ago. Wow. Um, yeah, just a complete chance encounter. And honestly, you know, it's that cliche that, you know, sees every opportunity, it might change your life, but that one really did. And it's, it's a crazy story. It's unbelievable, isn't yeah. it? It really is unbelievable. You write in a book, people would not believe that. And it has changed your life, hasn't it? It's given you some amazing experiences. Yeah, unbelievable experiences. Prior to getting involved in wheelchair basketball, I'd never been abroad. Uh, I've, I've had the opportunity to visit incredible countries like Canada, Japan, you know, the Middle East, everywhere. It's been incredible. It's also given me, you know, growing up as, with a disability in school can be tough. You know, you get your, a lot of questions asked. You kind of get, um, I don't know how to put it really, but kind of get pushed aside in PE and stuff. And, you know, once you're given your first basketball wheelchair, it's like this, this sense of freedom that the chair gives you. And all of a sudden you can, you can keep up with your friends on the playground. You can play sports with them. And it's, wheelchair basketball has changed my life in so many ways, not only from a sporting perspective, but it's, uh, it's grown me into a, to the man I am today off the court as well. I've heard a lot of Paralympians tell me about that experience of being at school and, and almost being put aside, not, not being able to take part in sport. And then someone or somewhere, something has happened that's intervened and it's really changed their, their being. And that happened to you? For me, yeah, it was when Sinclair Thomas gifted me his first, first wheelchair. Gosh, so it was, it was not before then. He no, was it was, actually getting yeah, into I that think school. I was... Yeah. 14 at the time wow. well no I would have been younger but maybe yeah. 13 at the time and he gifted me his chair that he played in uh, in Athens so it'd been to, this chair had been to a Paralympics and you know as a 13 year old kid just like whoa I don't want to break it like are you sure and uh, yeah ever since then I've not looked back and you know I just kept working hard working hard taking little opportunities and broke into the junior team in 2017 and since then just yeah it's you, you had a brush with the Olympics, though, didn't you, in 2012? You carried the torch. I did, yeah, through uh, Royal Wharton Bassett. I'm from Swindon, so, yeah, like just a, a local town just outside Swindon. Uh, my brother lives there now, actually. Um, yeah, that was an incredible experience, and I've never seen so many people in one place. Just to watch me carry a torch, it was kind of a bit... It was a bit striking at the time, and I think I would have been... Well, I would have been 16 at the time, nearly 17, and... I remember being really excited because I got 100 Twitter followers in one day because <laughs> <laughs> I carried this torch and I was like, yeah. this is incredible. And that was my first first taste of, of what the Paralympics was and what it was all about and, you know, just the happiness it brings to people. And, the, you know, you see it with the football at the moment and the togetherness it brings the country in such a difficult time. And I'm just hoping we can recreate something special this summer um, and just bring the whole of the country together. It'd be really special. And is that how you're feeling about the Paralympics? I mean, I, I wonder this year if it's, I mean, I think especially with the Paralympics, it's, it's not always about medals uh, because it is about some of the, the things that you've talked about as well. And especially this time because of what the world's been through the last few years. Yeah, uh, you've hit the nail on the head there. Like we are, we're so grateful to be able to, you know, have the opportunity to send out two strong you know, teams, two teams that compete and without doubt, two teams that can go and get two gold medals. Um, but the most important thing is we are sending teams out there and we're, we're going there and we're going to compete and we're just going to, we're going to go there and we're going to do the best we can. 
you know, our, our preparation hasn't been perfect. Um, our coach mentioned in the in the briefing earlier, this is the first time we've been together in two years, um, which when you think as a national sports team is incredible. Um, yeah. But the, the restrictions just haven't allowed it. Uh, so, yeah, we're incredibly, incredibly proud of what we've achieved. Of course, we'd love to go there and win gold. We'd love to go there and win any kind of medal. We want to go there and win gold. But the fact that we can just get to go there and get to compete is, you know, it's it's an achievement in itself. Well, anyone who's seen your sport knows that actually wheelchair basketballers will always give their all. I mean, you don't hold back, do you? No, no, it's, uh, it can be a bit brutal if you're watching it for the first time, but um, you'll notice we pop straight back up as soon as we fall out. And uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot, lots of contacts, lots of, uh, you get the odd sparks off the chairs. It's, yeah, it's a good fun, good spectacle to watch actually. It's fast paced, you know, lots of skill involved as well and um, lots of contacts. So. Well, enjoy your time with the family tonight. That must be an uh, exciting moment. Yes, and, uh, looking forward to it. What a few weeks you've got ahead of you. Yes, busy. Yeah. <laughs> busy to say the least. We're, we're back here in five days uh, for another another training block. Um, but it's just, you know, I, when you when you get to do what you love with your best mates, there's nothing better in the world. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. This team's great. The dynamic we've got is incredible. And, you know, like, some of my best mates for life are out here and, that's what wheelchair basketball has given me, not just a sport, but it's given me a life away from sport, which which is really important too. Amazing. Well, well said. Great chatting to you. You too. And Thank enjoy you very much. this summer. Thank you. I love that chat with Ben Fox from GB Wheelchair Basketball. Um, great to hear him talking so glowingly about the sport, what it's done for him and the teammates, and like he said, lifelong friends. And I'll have another chat with someone from the wheelchair basketball squad in the next couple of weeks as we approach the Olympics and Paralympic Games. We're into July now, so not long to go. Thanks again for listening today and for downloading and for all your kind comments and the emails. Um, I'll be back tomorrow with another great story. See you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>